What up, though, world? This is your man, Jay Liggs, and you are back rocking with Coach Cure. We apologize for the late start. We had some uh, technical difficulties going on here. Um, oh, oh, okay. I'm not going to lie to y'all. We was just late. Um, but, um, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you know, we, we real people. That's what it is. I got my favorite people in the world. How y'all doing? Y'all all right? I'm good. Sorry, how was your week? It was pretty good. Um, the usual. All work, very little play. But, you know, I'm with my people today, so it was good. All right. Mm. Tiff, what's good? I had a good week, you know. That's, that's Just it. it. No, okay. That's where it stops. All right. I spent the whole day in training um, at another office. Got Whiteboard. recertified. And, uh, I mean, it was a lot of suicide stuff and what? stress on the job. It was just crazy. But I got recertified in CPR because that's oh, apparently a yearly thing. So Yearly? It's supposed to be every three. Three years? Yeah. Oh, no. We got to do it every year. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, hmm. So that's if you fall nice out. That's a skill to have. I agree. That's more than we have to do it in the hospital. If you fall out, I, I don't like, think I you want to tell you. people that. <laughs> I don't think you want to tell people that the hospital is doing it every three years. And <laughs> civil servants are doing it every year. All right, cool. He was good. Um, my week was. It doesn't matter. Today was pretty good, right? So I had a presentation this morning. Did you kill it? That was great. All right. So it's all like you did. Everyone loved it. All and right. then Chris Brown's song came oh, out goodness. that I've been waiting like months for. Uh, it's you called Back to Love. You, like, you I've really cheesing, been too. been following. Are you Back to Love? To has he been teasing this song that long? He, yes. Uh, oh, maybe that long. That long. Biggest fan Listen to I me. Thought. Since right. like early, it was like the video I saw was posted back in like January. Oh wow. I've been waiting months for this song. It's going to be on repeat. Whoever knows me, mm-hmm. just don't get in my car <laughs> for like a week. Cause it's a death trap, also. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, really. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just Two people have been seriously injured. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just warning people. I'm just warning First people. First of all, Aaron people. can never answer. Don't start, Moby. I'm One. Just... Two. <laughs> Two. I don't know how you guys just cut your fingers. That's not a On a blade? A it's a razor trap. blade. It's not a death trap. It's as sharp as a it's razor blade. It's set up for kidnapping, which it is. might be her side hustle. It is. So. She might. First of all, you know I don't like kids that much to kidnap, unless you mean adults. Maybe. Wait. So you agree to? <laughs> no. You know what? We're gonna move along. We're gonna move along. Whatever I don't, you're I don't, into. I don't even want to be associated with the kidnapping. <laughs> how was um, your week or day? Busy, oh. crazy. It's over. I'm ready for the weekend. Not. I it's got one it's more not over. Work. I, I'm just ready. Jeez, for you shouldn't think like that. I am just tired. I'm just over with it. It's cool. It's all right. It was a, it was a good day though. But I'm, I'm over it. All right. Okay. All right. So <laughs> since we started a little late, we're gonna kind of. Uh, expedite things a little here we have a guest in the building um we all had the pleasure of going to detroit's very own grind time fitness gym yesterday Ooh. how y'all feeling about that um, how does my body my feel? back hurts <laughs> your back hurts my, my back legs hurt. Hurt. it was back day it was back day my yeah back butt legs arms <laughs> okay so it was a good day it definitely well. showed me how out of shape i mean i am I'm All not right. gonna lie. When I work somebody out, somebody was lying on the counts too. I, Ooh. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm not gonna. I told you I was gonna lie. Ooh. Okay. He said do 50 more. You're gonna be I in trouble it. when he get up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, he said do 50 more. I did it. So, so it is what it is. Without any further ado, we have the owner of Grind Time Fitness in the building. I want to y'all to give a uh, a big ups from the culture crew to John Smith. Bring on in. So, John, man, it's been a minute. Yes. Yeah, you had ran me away from the old gym. Cause, <laughs> no, I'm just playing out my, my schedule. My schedule came. Is we're gonna that go, what happened? We're going to go with that. Or you just yeah. gave up? No, really, my schedule changed. It was a good time. I lost, like, when I, I started at Grind Time, when he was at the first location, and I was, like, in the first two weeks, I lost, like, 15 pounds. Yeah. So, yeah. In two weeks? Yeah, two weeks, 15 pounds. Like, Did you eat? Yes, every day. You have to. If, you're, if not, you're going to die. <laughs> what were you eating? We're not going to go into that. But, um, yeah, Stop so, so John, man, tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we just celebrated uh, five years in business. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay. Um, we started outside with one person in a park. All right. You know, and uh, didn't have enough financial backing, just had a word from God and, you know, some work ethic. 
to follow nice. up with it. So um, I've been in business for five years, and uh, now my gym, um, we have over 400 members that come to us, and uh, it's just it's a blessing, man. Okay. Yeah. So tell us tell us your story. How did you even, who was John? Like, are you from the local area? Yep, born and raised in Detroit. Um, my dad is a pastor, pastor here for 20 years, and then they moved to Las Vegas when I was in 11th grade. And then I stayed back with my grandma and, uh, you know, graduated. And I became a cop, actually. Did you? Really? Yeah, but DVD? I never yeah, I oh. never prayed about it, though. I never prayed about, about being a cop. I just knew I could do the job. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like putting on a shoe that you know you can't fit, but you really want to wear it. And so Ooh. you put it on and you're just really uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I had to be mean all the time, and that's really not me. I, and I just look like this, so people will automatically assume that it's easy for me to do that. And it was like I would have to handle people and then go to church and do praise and worship. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was totally like a different. weird day. It's like I beat up four people today, and now I got to go to church. It's like it's weird. It's weird. So I prayed and I asked God. Yeah, man, it was rough. It was How long rough. did you do that for? Uh, for uh, three years. Years. Mm-hmm. And I asked God to give me some direction going into 2014. And um, it was a guy who came to our church and preached. And he was a prophet, Prophet Ty Hall. And he looked at me during the sermon and he said, Young man, I don't know what you do with a bulletproof vest. He said, But God don't want you doing that. He said, You're supposed oh, wow. to do this fitness thing, center thing. He said, You're going to be very rich doing what you do. Um, God says, Train that girl right there for free. So he pointed to his young lady. And I never charged her to this day. And she's lost uh, 130 pounds with me, um, all natural. And just, you know, the rest is history. Started outside. was one The first client that I had was in that service. And so, you know, she's like, well, can you train me? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I guess I can. Wow. So we started, and then that one person turned into three, into five, into seven, into 21. And then it just got bigger than I expected it to get as fast as it did, you know. So we've uh, expanded three times um, since we've been in business, which is crazy. So God is good. Okay. Yeah. That's, That's amazing. Good. Yeah. At what point, so I know you started off for free and in the park. So at what point was it like, okay, I'm going to move into something where this is now a business? Oh, I never, I was, I never, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the one person was free. No. Oh, no. The lady. No, I didn't. I'm not, no, she wasn't home? for free. Oh. <laughs> no, there was another young lady who <laughs> was uh, for free. But it was another one. Um, my first client, she paid. Okay. Yeah. The the young lady, her name was McCole. That's who the prophecy was. Not, mm-hmm. I, I was told never tra- uh, charge her. Okay. But my first client who was in that service, was her name was Denise. And um, she asked me how much would I charge. So I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. It was my first time. So I called LA Fitness, and they were saying like fifty dollars a session. So I was like, "Can you do fifty dollars a week?" She was like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right, cool." And that was smart to call LA Fitness. To yeah, what the going yeah. rate was. Yeah. And uh, I've never changed my prices ever. Never had to change them. So yeah. Yeah, I noticed that when we went yesterday. Mm-hmm. That when you said that, that's cool Thank and you. very honorable of you. Thank you. So, what are they currently? Um, <laughs> Fifty per week. Uh, it's unlimited training and the meal plan. So we give you what to eat, how to cook it, when to eat it. Um, and then most people, their issue isn't motivation; it's accountability. So to kind of keep them focused, we weigh everybody in. Everybody in the gym gets weighed in every two weeks. We track your measurements and your weight. So it just kind of helps you stay focused when you know you got a weigh-in coming up and you better have lost my three pounds. You know, so that's how it is. Now, we got another special that we do to where uh, when you pay for your month up front, which is 200 you get your second month for free. So it's buy one month, get one month free. Because realistically, people are going to be with us for longer than a month. So to kind of take the extra excuses away, it's like, well, you got a free month. Why would you waste it? You know? Mm-hmm. So that's how we do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw my god sister when we were there yesterday. Do people still have those? Uh, I, I guess you do. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Whatever. I, I feel like I'm the only one who says that. No, she was talking about. She said her god sister. I'm the only one who usually says that. Though. I have. I don't. I, I don't hear people say that anymore. I hear god parent. I don't hear. That's irrelevant. Anyway, <laughs> she was talking about. Um, you know that she's only been doing it for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. She says she, like her clothes are like fitting looser, and she was like the meal plan is really important as well, right? Yeah. So I have a question. Um, what do you consider healthy food? I, I'm like the stuff that I've heard is healthy for you. I'm hearing like meat causes cancer, eggs will kill you, yeah. broccoli's a fake food. Like, what would you 
I think we live in a day where it's hard to trust everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the the they saying they're spraying the vegetables with this. So, right. you know, and there are some out of shape vegetarians. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the food that's healthy, it's the approach. The way your body works is if you undereat, it's going to store fat no matter what because it's not getting enough. So most people's problem isn't that they overeat or they eat crazy. It's just that they don't eat enough because we get busy. So we undereat, so your body's like, like, okay, cool. Yeah, so your body's storing fat because it's not getting enough. So, you know, to keep everything operating, it's got to store all those fat cells. She said you guys have or suggest that people eat like every three hours. Mm -hmm. Yep, keep the metabolism going. (laughs) (laughs) Think of it like this. That's like a full-time job. That's really hard for me. Think of it like this. The metabolism is the clock in your body. Metabolism is the clock in your body. Operated by your kidneys and your liver, right? Kidneys and and your liver are responsible for metabolizing all the fat into energy, burning it, right? So let's make it like this. Let's say it's it. They're they're working the front desk. The kidney and the liver are working the front desk right now. Now they got a big influx of people. I mean, food coming in. So what do they got to do? They got to operate. They got to they got to keep it going. Right at the front desk, they got people coming in, they got food coming in, they got to work, they got to work, they got to work. Now, the moment that that food, I mean, those people stop coming in, well, we don't have to be productive. Because ain't nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So they get their feet up on the desk and they chill. <laughs> now, nah, we don't need to metabolize right now. <laughs> ain't nothing to do now. Ain't nothing to do. <laughs> so let's just chill. Let's go on break. No, don't st- no, man, let's store this fat because we ain't got nothing to do. She's not giving us no food. Mm-hmm. We need this fat, so let's keep it. And let's I guess that's it. where the dedication comes in, too, because I... Like you said, it feels like that's another full-time job, thinking like, well, yeah. do I have time to eat every three hours? Like, mm-hmm. I, where do I find the time to do that, and how big of a portion, or right. is a snack okay? Does that suffice? Like, yeah. But I imagine the dedication would play a part in that, like making that time to eat. Structure and discipline. Mm-hmm. Structure and discipline and, and balance, really making the time to prep your meals is one thing, but then what I do, because I get busy, like I live by my alarm clock. Mm-hmm. So every time that alarm go off, it don't matter what I'm doing. I'm stopping whatever it is, and I'm going to eat. That's what I – well, I actually tried that, like, a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, it, like, it worked. Like, you know, I would set an alarm for, like – I think maybe I did it, like, every four hours or something like that. But mm-hmm. I would have a snack or something like that in between my meals. So technically I would eat, like, five times a day. Yeah. But it didn't last long because now I'm back to – Surviving off coffee mm. all day, mm. so yeah, yeah it's, it's that's harder for me than the working out part. I think. Yeah. So I have a question to kind of take it back to the basics. <clears throat> when did you get to a point where you wanted to like for real turn it into a business? I know somebody said this was you, was this is what uh-huh. you should do, but when did you become a believer? When did you know that this was your calling per se, or this is what you? had a passion for, and this is what you wanted to put it all, all your eggs in this basket. Man, to be honest, at first, I was just excited to be able to make ends meet. I had never expected, like I said, to for this to blow up and, and do like this. Like, I was I was cool just, you know, train, yeah, just training outside, and then God responded to my faith in a different way, and then he'll force you to level up sometimes. And that's what happened. And I had so many people in just a matter of like doing it in four months. I think I had like 30, 40 people outside. And it was like, all right, we got to make a decision. Do we, you know, stay in our comfort zone? We're going to launch somewhere into uncharted territory. And so that's what I did. I got a little storefront building at the time. It was like 1,400 square feet. And uh, at the time, you know, you got your people, but then you got your consistent people, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I walked in there with eight consistent people, and it just blew up. It just blew up, man. And so, and God just been blessing us ever since. So, I'm interested in know, knowing how you made the transition because I think oftentimes people stay in jobs that they don't like, and mm-hmm. you weren't exactly happy about being a police officer. So, what steps did you take? Like once you know the um, preacher spoke to you and said, you know, this is what you need to do. Did you go in the next day and say, hey, I'm out of here? You don't burn the bridge until you can part the waters. And I think some people get frustrated because um, they jump too early when you really got to pay attention to the fact 
you know, be realistic. Yeah, you 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 got a good idea. You you got you got goals. You go into go oriented, but you got these bills, and you ain't got that many clients yet. Mm-hmm. So don't just jump and then <laughs> think you failed when it's not. You just jump too early. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're cooking something, it can be amazing, but if you take it out the oven too early, it's not gonna be ready. Sometimes something, some things just take time. And I think it was more so a timing thing for me to know, okay, it's time, you know, so. So you still stayed a cop and then. Yeah, I was working. In the mornings, I would work from 7 a.m. until 4. And then I would come and work in the park from 4, 35, 36, 30, and 7, 30 p.m. Build my business. And then I stacked all my uh, money that I was making from my business. Mm-hmm. I didn't go buy no Gucci's. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I live regular life with my nine to five and then sacrifice my other hours uh, to work in the park. I saved up about 12 grand and then that's what I invested into my storefront. So I think, you know, like I said, you can't burn the bridge until you can part the waters. Mm-hmm. Be realistic about what you're trying to build and where you are in the process. Yeah, that's important because like yeah. you said, that's, I think that's how a lot of people will get discouraged. It's like, oh, well, this isn't working. It's not that it isn't working. It's just not working as fast as you would like it to work. Exactly. So People that, like that makes sense. gratification. Yeah. Um, your Hilarious says, um, what diet would you suggest to a person that needs to lose weight and how often should a person work out? What diet? Well, I feel like lifestyle. a person, yeah, I feel like a person should work out every single day. If you wake up and, you, and your heart is beating and you, can, and you can move your fingers and toes, don't be lazy. Get up and do something. Go walk mm. around somewhere. Does the intensity change, though, if you're working out every day? Because some people say you should. It better. So it's like, you it know, better. you have a light day, a hard day, or whatever. I think you should work at your level. You should do your best. Every time you walk into the gym, mm-hmm. you should give your best on your level because that's what working out is. Because mm-hmm. if you go to the gym and you work in, inside of what you already do, that's working in. You're not getting better. And yes, that's your comfort zone. But as far as your diet, diets can feel like, you know, jail sentences sometimes because people oftentimes jump into the J.J. Smith diet or juicing thing, and then we do that for 15 days. And then you do it and you lose 10 pounds, but you don't like drinking juice mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You starving. want steak. <laughs> no, I'm you want steak. So is this to, you got to ask yourself, is this sustainable? Uh, am I going to be able to stick to this? Because if you want steak, you need to do keto. Mm-hmm. You, you recommend know? keto? I recommend whatever you like, whatever you can stick to. If you want to do the balanced diet, you do the balanced diet. If you have a busy lifestyle, maybe you need to do uh, intermittent fasting. Whatever you set out to do, you want to make sure you don't just start, you finish. Most people are where they are because they keep starting, but they're never finishing anything. We never finish anything. We join gyms. We get married. We want a wedding, but we don't want the toughness of marriage. We want to sign up to a gym. We want results, but we don't want the toughness of process. And another thing, we don't want to deal with how long it's going to take. So maybe your issue isn't the fact that you can't eat right. It's the fact that you can't consistently eat right because you're impatient. Mm -hmm. Most people have an impatience issue. You mentioned... um, Intermediate fasting. I do that sometimes, but you also said about how, um, you know, you have to consistently eat. So, like, when I do my, when, like, currently right now, intermediately fast. So, it's from 12 to 8 is the only time I eat. Mm-hmm. So, I should be consuming five to six meals within that time? Mm, four. Four, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask exactly what is that, because... Uh, intermediate fasting? I, yeah, I've heard um, different, so different things. You, you can pick any eight hours of the day that you want and eat whenever, like... I, no, you can't eat whatever, though. You can't eat whatever. You can't eat whatever. See, I, I recommend intermittent fasting for people who have, like, busy work schedules or those people who, like, work nights some days and then they work days some days. Then they work nights on Thursdays, but they back on days on Friday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's hard for your body to metabolize because they don't know its stress levels. Your hormones are thrown off. Because right. today, my nighttime is 7 a.m., but tomorrow... I'm getting off at 6 p.m. So my body's like, hey, what the heck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Your hormones are fluctuating. So the best thing to do, go to intermittent fasting. That way you're not at work at night operating, but you can't eat. Mm-hmm. So now you're starving and you're tired. Mm-hmm. And you're not being productive at work. But also you're not, you know, ingesting food in the morning when you get off work because that's your body's nighttime. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's the equivalent of us 
that have worked all day, but now we shouldn't eat because it's a little late now. You know what I'm saying? For a person that works nights, that's the morning time for them. So to kind of bring that all under subjection, intermittent fasting would be the best for them. Mm. Okay? Um, if you, if you want to go vegan, um, make sure you can finish it. Make sure you can finish it. Whatever you're doing, just make sure you can finish it. Mm -hmm. But you got to like it to sustain it. Don't do nothing you don't like. So what do you say to the person who doesn't like working out? Figure it out, or your doctor will help you. Okay. You can either pay your trainer, you can pay your doctor. Yeah, I thought you had a better answer than that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah That's yeah. honest. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the truth. You got to be Blood pressure pills and get you right together. They will, you know? they will. And let me tell you something about mm -hmm. that. If that stuff worked, then you wouldn't have to keep paying Taking for it. it. Mm -hmm. It's like putting a Band-Aid over a wound that never heals. Mm -hmm. But they'll charge you for that, and then we'll say, I'll just get the pills instead of just dealing with the, you know, no. oatmeal and just dealing with the, the gym. crazy. I, you know. um, sorry, I still have information from what, what the Health because mm -hmm. I just watched the documentary and they were, like, interviewing people that are on, like, 10 medications a day and when they just started to eat better for even two weeks, mm -hmm. like, they got to cut out half of their medication. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. the doctors and, well, one, you know, it's the pharmaceutical companies, too, that are behind all of this. But they're, yeah. like, literally just waiting for you to get sick mm -hmm. so they can push all these drugs to you instead yeah. of helping you not become sick in the first place. Yeah. I got people in my gym who have come off of their diabetic medication. Yeah. That's huge. It's bigger than the waistline for me. I got a young lady, y'all can look through my Instagram, a young lady named Laquita Thomas. They took her off of her uh, cholesterol medication completely and took her uh, dosages for her blood pressure down to half a pill. Yeah. And so her biggest testimony isn't the 50 pounds that she lost. It's, now I ain't got like, to take, take these this injections. Anymore. I ain't got to mm -hmm. do this. Right. You mean to tell me I, I don't have to do this? But, you know, we are the <coughs> sickest mm -hmm. and the brokest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even as a as a prescriber, and I, I'm not I'm not offended when people say that about medication because it's true. Like, I'll tell patients, if you lose, like, five pounds, that can drop your blood pressure 10 points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something as little as five pounds. So it is important, and I think it is more so the pharmaceutical companies and maybe some prescribers who may be in bed with them that won't give you that information. If you get a good doctor, they will and will encourage you to do yeah. exercise and eat right, but that's not always the case. Yeah. So let me ask a question. Um, so describe the method to your madness. Like, how did you all come up with your program your, like, that you all do at the gym? Trial and error. As far as the, the, the meal plans or well, the process? Well, let's just the process. Like, what, what, when you sat down and started developing how you wanted to you know, establish the gym and how you, because you, know, you have it broken up into days, certain, you have back days, leg days, oh, so on and so forth. Like, <clears throat> what did, what what type of research did you do? Like, if it was someone that wanted to get into, you know, being a physical trainer or whatever, what tips would you give them into developing their own workout? Well, all of my stuff was from experience of myself. I used to be the skinniest kid in school. So everything about my, my experience is built from what I had to deal with. The first time I walked into a weight room was in 10th grade. I wanted to get big, but the only time I could go to weight training was with the football team. So when I walked in, they laughed at me. So I never felt welcome in any weight room. So I got my own dumbbells and I went home and figured it out. And yeah, now I don't get laughed at no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as a result, the people at my gym, some of them, most of them have never worked out ever, you know. But you know why they come? Because I'm like, hey, how was your day? Now come in here. I want you to do your best. Just da 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 Because they, they don't want to go to powerhouse where, it's, you know what I'm saying, where they looking at That's being judged or they people people look down on. People are rude, man. They'll, they swipe you in. They don't speak to you. They don't care about you. And then they just go about their day. And then, you know, you just on these machines just looking crazy. With nobody to help you. So that's the approach that I take. Um, I want it to be as kind as possible. I want it to feel like family as soon as you walk in the door. Everybody speaks to everybody. No headphones are allowed. You got to speak to people when you come in, okay? Um, but then as far as the training aspect, in order to tone up, that whole 15-minute ab garbage, it's all garbage. It's all crap. Like you can't effectively tone your body doing 15 minutes of nothing. 
So you're going to really have to really, really expose your muscles to some, some crazy workouts. So it's, for me, I don't want to burn people out by doing too much in one day. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do arms and arms only. And we're going to do so much with arms that I'm not going to have to deal with them until next Tuesday. Same thing. Tomorrow, I ain't going to need your arms because they're going to be done when mm-hmm. I'm done with them. Tomorrow, we're going to do back and love handles. And I'm going to tear your back and love handles up. <laughs> so much that I don't have to deal with them until next Wednesday. Then we come back on uh, Thursday. Now it's legs and butt. I'm going to tear up your legs and butt to the point where I'm not going to have to deal with them until next Thursday. So it's like you sore as heck right. because you're really diving into these muscle fibers, right? But guess what? You ain't burnt out. And I got women who are senior citizens that have had knee replacements, hip replacements, that can stick with the program because I, I encourage them to do their best on their level, and they do leg day, and they don't have to do it again until next Thursday. So people aren't burnt out. They're challenged. They're worked. And uh, they tone up, you know, what they lose in the kitchen. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I will say talking to, you know, having gone yesterday and talking to some of your clients, I guess is mm-hmm. the word that we can use, mm-hmm. um, Everyone was very friendly and encouraging. It was yeah. clear that it was our first time there. Aww. And, like, I mean, not because that yeah. we were fumbling, but, like, you yeah. know, no one recognized us. Yeah. And that yeah. speaks to mm-hmm. you saying it's like a family. Yeah. Everyone was very, like, oh, you know, you'll be fine. It's great. Mm-hmm. Sharing their testimonials. I, l- I lost this much already. Yeah. Like, yeah. one girl walked and talked with me while we were doing the, mm-hmm. the walk-arounds in the beginning. You know, she didn't know me from... Nothing, yeah. and, like, shared her story and everything. So that speaks a lot to the dynamic of the gym mm-hmm. and what you guys are doing. So that, Thank was, you. that was good to hear. Yeah. I agree with that. The lady that was next to me, she had nothing. First off, I was struggling. Oh, um, <laughs> it's no, okay. No, I really was doing the, the Superman. Yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> just really wasn't my thing. Yeah. So I struggled, and the lady next to me was so encouraging. Mm-hmm. She's like, you can do it. You got this. Like, yeah. you got to come back. Like, she had such good praises to say about all of you all. Like, you all, like, you you beat them up, but yeah. it's worth it. It's and, all in love. Yeah. And you know what? I tell people when, before we start sometimes, I tell them, the person you came in here, you don't never know what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You could be standing next to a person that just found out they may have breast cancer. You're probably standing next to somebody who probably just lost their child. So when you come in, you speak. It don't cost you no money to be kind, Mm -hmm. not a dollar, Mm -hmm. to smile at someone and say, how are you? Mm -hmm. Because it may be, I'm not doing so good today. People come in sometimes just crying. And we stop what we do. We pull them to the corner, pick them up, dust them off. All right, going back over there. Be tough. Mm -hmm. Love you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people don't need a push. They need a pull. And that's a good, good way to segue into the motivational aspect of it that you all have. Like, we were talking about it outside. Like, uh, Rob, is his mm-hmm. name correct? Mm-hmm. He took a moment during the session, yeah. I guess because a lot of people was pretty much new. Yeah. And he, you know, he took a moment to encourage everyone. You know, mm-hmm. he had a lot of words to say about, you know, not worrying about who's telling you not to do this. He made a, a statement like, no one's going to talk about the good that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? They're, well, no, they're, they're not going to praise the bad that you're doing. Mm-hmm. They're going to praise the good that you're going to like, oh, my God, why are you getting so skinny? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you know what I'm saying? Don't be coming around here with all that skinny, skinny yeah. stuff. Don't yeah. be coming around with them five meals a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you fat and, and, and feeling fun with them, then it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he did, you know, he touched on a lot of points, and, and I think it's, it's good. Like, it, like I said, it speaks to what you're saying about how you motivate and how you make it a, a family atmosphere and how you, 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 you all are there to, I guess, work on the entire person, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The mind, the body, uh, obviously the spirit, and and, and that's good. I, I commend you all for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you have a book? Yes, ma'am. What's that about? <laughs> all right, so it's a book called uh, Motivation is an Inside Job. It took me a year to write it mm-hmm. because I wanted to live it as I wrote it. I didn't want to just write it, you know, with my intellect. That would have been easy, um, and the book probably would have been a lot bigger, but I wanted to write it as I lived it. So uh, while I was finishing something, I was writing about being a finisher. While I was in doubt and overcoming it, I was writing about faith. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and while I was taking ownership of where I was, I was writing about, it's all your fault. Mm -hmm. I got a chapter in there, it's all your fault. Your whole life is your fault. Your credit, your money, your relationships, your ex, your, your heartbreak, you picked them. It's your fault. 
Spoke to somebody. You know. And I then, think he yeah. said that yesterday. Yeah. Too. Yeah. He's yeah. like, like your ex him. is your fault. You yeah. picked him. I'm yeah. like, yeah. 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 Crazy. Nah, you yeah. Yeah. And, and then we we You're will right. place the blame on everyone else except for the person in the mirror. So everything from the cover of the book is just me staring at me, the old me versus the new me, the 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 renewed me versus the 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 one who had the the ill perspective on life. Like you can't just pass blame to everybody. You you drank it, sis. <laughs> you spent the money. You dated them. Mm-hmm. So before you talk about getting to the next level, why don't we address the thinking that got you on this one mm-hmm. so we don't track no residue into your next season? Some people dating new people right now, arguing with the old person, with the new person. Mm. That's a word. Wow. <laughs> Mm. That sounds like it was a therapeutic process. Hmm? I said that sounds like it was a therapeutic process, right? For you yes. also. It was. Mm-hmm. It, it, I worked so hard um, in these last couple years, and and now being able to release all of what I was dealing with while I was being a boss on Instagram because bosses don't have bad days. We have bad moments. It was times I had to just be tough. Mm-hmm. And so now... I was able to just release what I was feeling in the moment of frustration and doubt because we always think that the successful people don't struggle. We do. We just struggle on different levels and different things, but we still deal with doubt. We still get angry. We still get frustrated. So it was, it was a good for me to be able to be transparent with my people because I'm viewed as a success. But how, can, how did I overcome this? How can you do the same thing? Every blessing that you got is not for you. Every struggle that you go through is not for you. It's for somebody else, you know? So it was a blessing for me to be able to do it. I was excited to do it. So, And uh, we sold uh, 300 copies in two days. Yeah, I was going to say, so when did the book officially come out? Yeah, it officially dropped on uh, April 6th. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, we only did like a small little... uh, because I'm not big on a whole bunch of people. I'm not about to be putting on a whole bunch of clothes and suits, mm-hmm. and I ain't doing all that. <laughs> so it was like we had some small at the gym because I wanted to release it to the people who, who I wrote Been it for. With you. Yeah. you know? Um, and so Sunday we took off because that's church. And then mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, it just went like wildfire. And all on Amazon, the audio book was available too. Are you and reading it's me. it? Yep, it's me. It's oh, me. Wow. Yep. I so, yeah, man. So uh, <laughs> it's just me like, what are you doing with your life? Who are you? Why are you oh, doing man. this? And you just be like, oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> You know what I'm thinking? Yeah, real motivated in these streets. It's terrible. I can't imagine Kevin Hart. Oh my God. No. Oh my God. No, but that's awesome, though. Wow. Yeah, that's big. That's a lot. And to be on audio. So, how much does the book cost? It's $10, the hard copies. And if you want to get the audiobook, it's $5.99. It's everywhere on audible.com, ACX. You can get it on iBooks if you got an iPhone. Um, yeah. Google Play? Mm-hmm. Book? Oh. Yep, Google mm-hmm. Books, everything. I prefer to actually read books, but mm-hmm. because it's you actually want to hear you okay. <laughs> okay. read your book. Yeah, yeah. you can still buy it and still, because it's a motivation. Yeah, yeah, book, yeah, you you're right. Need to t- t- refer back. back. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. you know, the, it's, it's, it's twofold, man, because the way I have it set up, it's almost like a workbook to where we talk about some stuff, like we talk about stuff like procrastination stress. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you're not stressed out from life, you stressed out from your bad decisions and now you're regretful and disappointed in yourself. So it's almost like when you got bills that's stacking up mm-hmm. and now the bill collectors is calling. And when they call you, you stressed out from what you didn't handle. So we got some stress and undue tension from what we didn't address. So I'd rather just deal with the stress of handling the workout or paying the bill or eating this food that I got to eat that I want to eat right now than to deal with it, you know, uh, in a regretful way or being disappointed in myself two months from now from not doing it. So we talk about those things, and then I ask you questions so you can self-reflect, yeah? Like, okay, um, what is procrastination stress done for you? What has it done to you? And we talk about that, like, in each chapter so you can highlight different stuff and, you know, write your own notes about yourself. Can anybody see it but you? You know, mm-hmm. and you reread it two or three months now from now to see if you grew. Mm-hmm. Or are we still stuck? Mm. 
Where can we buy this book? Uh, <laughs> Amazon.com. You can get it uh, on iBooks. Le- everywhere. No, iBooks. not the audio. Like, like if I want to go purchase a hard copy. Yeah, yeah. You can order it right off of Amazon. Yep. Yeah. Um, dot com. And we got Surprise. a couple. I think I got a couple with me in my car. And then I got some at the gym. I never carry cash, but I got $10. Oh, thank you. Look at that guy. Oh, thank you. I'm going to get that. I got you. Going to lay it on the table. I got you. (laughs) That was your drinking money. You but you never catch me with cash. No tips. That's what's up. Ain't hey, nobody up. getting a tip tonight. <laughs> That's what's up. But I do have a question. It seems like your faith is extremely strong. And how does that like transfer into your business? Mm. I am not afraid of anything. Anything. Money what? Like money to me now is just green paper. But it took me a minute to get here. Faith is like a muscle. It's like a muscle. It's like when you first start doing push-ups, it's tough. You know, when you first start trusting God, it's tough because it's new. So you don't know if you're going to make good on his word. You don't know how strong you're going to get. And then next week you come back, and then you feel yourself getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Like, I've seen God do so much for me that it's, why would I start doubting now? When I started my business, like, I was on government assistance. I'm a millionaire now. And I'm not ashamed to say it. It's it's a blessing. Mm -hmm. But I started from nothing. Like, I didn't have no money. I don't come from rich parents. Like, I had to take sticks off the trees when we started, Jeff, and stick them in the ground to my first client, 25 feet apart. I would say, okay, run here to this stick and do 25 jumping jacks. Run to that stick and do, 20, uh, and run it and do 50. Run here to do 75. Run back to me and do 100. And that's all I had. And then we here. I got an indoor track. We here. So sometimes I walk in, I'm like, God. You like me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> I'm cool with it. So it's like you have to tr- start building your faith like you have to start building your body. You got to start somewhere. We all got a mountain to climb, and you got to start at the bottom of it. But it's okay. Don't come down, though. So, yeah, that's now, how it is. Are you, is this something that you're consistently, like, putting into the sessions? Do you speak on things like that? Every day. Every day. So what we've been doing since we've released the book, every day we deal with a different chapter. Mm -hmm. So every class, uh, we talk about the same subject. So today was chapter four, how to deal with stinking thinking, Mm -hmm. how to fix your perspective about your stuff. We don't live a challenge-free life. We all got stuff. We all got drama. We all got things that we wish we were different. But one thing you can control is your perspective, the way you look at it. For instance, man, I can't stand this car. I need a new car. I hate my car. But you still got a car, though. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to catch the bus. But guess what? If you In a season when you got to catch the bus, at least you got legs yep. to walk. Because there's some people that had to wheelchair themselves to the bus stop. So it's always a way mm-hmm. to find the positive and the negative. But yeah. you got to fix your perspective before you start building. You can't be progressive and pissed. You know? Mm-hmm. And this is how I do it. Because all of what I'm talking about comes out in forms of I need to drink because I'm stressed. No, you're, 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 you're regretful. So let's fix that so you don't have to drink. So now I have to pump you and prime you not to drink at night. Because now you're changing your mind. I'm just an emotional eater. No, we're going to fix your emotions. So now you can have some control over your grown life. So that's how we do. I'd rather build your mind than to holler and scream at you for an hour. I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people feel challenged, but they also have a sense of um, uh, appreciation for it, that they come and they get something more than just soreness. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be different. I want it to be different, and God has just been blessing me and giving me diff- different innovative ways to do that. So every single day we work out, and before we go into the burnout, which is the toughest workout of the day, um, we have that conversation, about three oh, or five minutes. Yeah. Oh, the burnout is, oh, well, no, we got a fake, We got a fake burnout, though. He didn't do he it didn't real take it Yeah, he said he was going to go light because it was a bunch of We were supposed people. to stay uh-huh. in the Superman position. Uh-huh. And then and when he said up, so one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the next one was one, two. Oh, that's two. right. Yeah, yeah. And then one, two, three. Mm-hmm. So we just did one every time because he saw people dying. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right in the heart. Absolutely. <laughs> About to be dead. Yeah. I felt so the cramp coming and everything. <laughs> so um, I remember one of the, um, when I was, like with the first week I was there, oh, yeah, I might take that too. Um, the first <laughs> first day, I, first week I was there, we did Arm Day. Oh, we. And like two days later, I couldn't move. 
None of this. Mm-hmm. I went to work. <laughs> Looking <and> crazy. <laughs> people was touching me like, my man, like, I know you go to the gym, but how that happened overnight? I yeah. said, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> there was one night I couldn't go to sleep. Yeah. Because I couldn't lift none yeah. of this. Like, yeah. yeah. The reps, like, okay, so he sent me to the corner and was like, all right, yeah, do, do 500, you can leave. 500 what? Mm-hmm. 500 what? You want me to lift this bar 500 times? Yeah. It was 15 pounds on this bar. Look at me. You want to talk about... <laughs> You want to talk about the bar. My upper so body the, strength? The, the first two times, I'm like, first, you know, first of all, I went into it like 15, yeah, time, yeah. 15 pounds. I got this. By 200, all this was it's red. Like yeah. 15, yeah. Yeah. All this was dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell the people yeah. who just you got the 200? My neck, my face. <laughs> no, I did the 500. And that's why all of this was swollen. Like, it was swollen mm-hmm. to nothing. Mind you. Mind you. I was working at the airport at the time. Oh, so I had to go bag. throw bags after that. Yes, we throw bags. So I had to go throw <laughs> bags. Never, never check a bag. <laughs> had to go throw bags <laughs> after that. And it was bad. Mm. Like, I had to, and then it was nothing. Like you said, I, I'm at work. Yeah. I got to push through this. Oh, man. And you, you, you know how a lot of <clears throat> women pack. It was 600 oh, pounds. Oh, my you? God. You, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I got you, How'd bro. you know it was a woman's bag? It was a woman's bag. You I can bet. tell. You can <laughs> tell. Nice. It's like... It was a woman's bag. I'm, I'm a very light packer, actually. Uh-huh. I oh, know. I take everything. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it, was, it was a woman's bag. You never back me up <laughs> when I need you. I take every... You gotta have three outfits for each day. Because that you're what, not going to wear. What if something two, happens? Two. You need two. Two outfits. And you gotta do three. You better recycle a couple pairs. Shoes. <laughs> yeah, I do have a question. Um, you seem extremely positive. So have you, ex- I mean, obviously, I'm sure you have experienced defeat. Mm-hmm. But, like, how do you transcend that? How do I deal with defeat? The same way I did. I stop, and then I find a way to be grateful. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys in. So um, a couple weeks ago, when it was really, really cold, like, God was mad at us cold. In January? Yeah, it was like Polar that cold. 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 No, it was like, it was like, I think it was yeah. like last month when it was like really, really cold. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Who did it? <laughs> Who made him mad like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so when it was like that cold, something had happened. We walked in the gym and it was just freezing cold. And I'm like, all right, Rob, well, maybe something is going on with the, the heating unit on the roof. So I'm going to call the guys. I call the guys. They say, yeah, we'll go up there and look at it. I said, well, what I'm looking at? He's like, man, the belt needs to be replaced in a commercial unit like this, about $250. I'm like, cool, there ain't no money. All right, that's cool. I see you. All right, we got to order the part. So we ordered the part. Took his, he took him two days to come in there and do it. And it goes up there, and he, and he replaces the belt. Still no heat. I call him back. I say, Mac, it's still, it's still cold. And I got, <laughs> I got all women. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't no dudes up in that can just tough it out. These these my ladies, so we're going to have to figure this out. So um, he go up there. He said, man, you're going to be mad. I said, well, I'm going to be mad. He said, well, we got to replace the whole unit. This going to be eight grand. I was like, Mac, that ain't what you said. <laughs> <laughs> said Mac, come again. <laughs> right, so, you know, so I'm like, all right, so can we put this in installments? Can we, can we install something? No, it was but like, first nah. run me my 250. <laughs> right, right, right. That. So we, all, we had to do all of it that day. I had to pay the whole eight grand. I bought a car that day. That's mm. how I felt. I felt like mm. I bought a car. <laughs> but, you know, but in that moment, I'm like, look, can I fix it? Mm-hmm. Or not, mm-hmm. because if I can't change it, then there's no reason for me to be angry about it. Right. But if I can change it, then there's no reason to, for me to be angry about it. Fair enough. Yeah. It's my perspective. So I found a way to be grateful because I was That's able point. to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what if I would didn't have, I wasn't in a position? Then we would have just still been in the cold, and we would have been looking raggedy with two heaters in the corner. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, when you we all got struggle on schedule. One day your car gonna go out. One day your furnace is gonna just go out. One day you gonna go to work and somebody gonna just try you. They're gonna press that button that don't need to be pressed. One day you're gonna get an art to an argument with your spouse and, and, and you're going to be right. And you still gonna be I mad. Know. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna happen. Every day. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> but when you when you when you deal when you get to that defeating moment, like we all do, you're gonna have to stand there and find a way to be positive about it, find a way to be grateful for it. 
and it's tough, but it takes humility and it takes practice to get better. So next time you get mad, just stop and just be like, okay. All right, so unfortunately, we've been not paying attention to our live, and we apologize, people. No, um, no we, have. we have. We were just waiting. Sid P said, what is your take on cheat days, and how hard should you go after? Um, uh, <laughs> see, I'm a, see, I'm a little biased. Yeah, I knew it. I'm a little biased, man. So, so if you're new, the last thing you need to be thinking about is cheating. If you're new to working out, if you're new to eating right, the last thing you need to be thinking about is cheating. See, we look at cheating like a reward, but it's a mental thing. But I think we've done enough cheating. That's why we are where we are. So how about we try to be faithful? And then my trainer. You put this in a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Don't cheat on your spouse. You just got in the relationship. Yeah, because here's the other thing. Like, I don't believe that you can. There's no thing that you can cheat on and expect it to work. Mm. Sometimes cheating will derail you if you're not strong enough mentally to snap back. How many people do you know that go that was going hard in the gym and they went on vacation? And they went on vacation and it unraveled them because they weren't strong enough to just snap back. So now you've been eating right for a month and then somebody, you know, died in your family and it just made you emotionally unravel and then you back to square one. See, look at how many times we've tried to eat right. Look how many times we've tried to stop drinking and you did good for a week, but then something happened. Maybe you had a cheat day. And he was like, oh, I missed this. Oh, shoot. Wait a minute. Uh-uh. You can't do it. So you got to be real Rob, with yourself. Rob said that yesterday. He was like, something is always going to happen. When you're trying to, like, do right and mm-hmm. eat right, he was like, it's always going to be somebody's birthday. Mm-hmm. Somebody going to always want to turn up. Yeah. So I got a question. So do you eat junk food? Do you eat sweets? Do you mm-hmm. eat peach cobbler and no cake? Sugar? I'm not a sweets eater. I've never been into, like, the cookies and all, like diabetes running my family so I was just like I've, and I never really like needed cake and all that kind of stuff so is it fruit then what is it like do you what like is carbs? desserts for you mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean like I'm talking about a carb carb like like a pasta a loaded baked potato <laughs> carb I'm not into that cause when I'm when most times <laughs> when I'm working when I'm when I'm working that's my eating time when I get off I'm ready to go home I'm ready to be quiet I'm ready to get in the shower, go to sleep. So when I get home, I don't talk, I don't do nothing. I don't really hang out. You know, it's, I'm boring. But what? Yeah. Okay, I know you like <laughs> a bad food. Like, what's your, like... My favorite... Oh, even if you don't eat, yeah, even if you don't <laughs> eat it, what's your if, if, favorite if, 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 junk food? Uh, Red Robin's, Royal Red Robin Burger is... God created it. You hear me? <laughs> what's on it? Look, it's Tell got a fried egg. It's yeah. about a yeah. half pound burger and whatever else they do to it in the back. They got to pray over that thing. It's so good. They go, they take it in the back, Jeff, and they just got to praying over it and they bring and it like, out. Hands and on it's it. the Holy Ghost all over it. Like, with, with, the, with the unlimited basket of fries. Oh too? my God, that unlimited basket. Oh, now we caught you. You got unlimited. You got limit me. Don't let me catch you at Red Robin hey, hey, girl, you hey, made me start thinking. Hey, you know the limited that y'all get? Cut me off. Yeah, right. cut me yeah. off. Don't, don't, don't let don't don't me. Just one basket. Give me four fries. Don't serve me. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't give me four me. fries. And that's, that's mm. it. Jesus. So what, what, what is your advice to someone that does like, like sweets? You know, it's, if it's not, that can't turn it off like you because you don't like them. Can they indulge at every once in a while? Or is well, that, it depends on the strength of the person. Like, you know, and again, if you know that you're a diabetic, then we've celebrated enough. <laughs> the worst thing you, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Like, you got to know. You got to know. Yeah, you got to know which seasons are for are for celebration. And you got to know which seasons are for sacrifice. The worst thing you could ever do is celebrate during your season of sacrifice. So what is a healthy substitute for someone who likes Sweet things, so like I said, I guess my obvious the gym. Just crying <laughs> the like yeah. fruit or yeah. like crying or fruit is too sugary too. No, nah, it's not. It's not as bad as like the the fake stuff. But I'm saying like, just it's some like low fat this and that. But it's I don't like. I heard my that was all bad for you. Cause this stuff is like they, the, they the put the in bad cigarettes. stuff to make it low Tasty. fat. Exactly, yeah. like the fake saying? cigarettes still have ni- nicotine in them, right. but people think it's healthy and it's not. It's right. like just. Stay the course. Now, if you have have built up some tolerance to where you are mentally strong enough to enjoy the birthday cake and snap in, snap back, 
and and you won't be derailed and like now you done took some home. You know, <laughs> so it's take, basically you know Thanksgiving. You gotta take a plate home. <laughs> so you know, you gotta hide a plate. You can't get the party. It's like dog. No just leave this food right here. <laughs> it's yeah, basically, take. like know yourself. Yeah, Eat what you can here. Yeah, and that's it's discipline, it. man. Yeah. We all have the desire, but very few have the discipline. Everybody wants to be in shape. Everybody wants to have a nice like waistline, but it's the discipline thing. That D word we keep bumping into. So let me ask you an off the wall question: If someone have, uh, has come to your your gym and they've had like body alterations mm-hmm. and they they're coming, I guess, to retain those, mm-hmm. like how would you how do you how do you attack that? Same way, we got to check out the person's BMI, see where they are, see where they're trying to stay or go, um, and it will go from there. Now, depending on what type of uh, surgery you've had, <laughs> um, your body can metabolize differently. Like if you've had to sleeve. You can't ingest as much, so now your body clock is thrown off. So we got to do something different for that, because mm-hmm. that's why people who have had to sleeve, a lot of times they're flabby. The sleeve, the gastric, gastric yeah. bypass. So you, you see them like mm-hmm. have a lot of extra skin. They drop so quickly. You drop in so quickly, your body doesn't have any time to catch any muscle tone. Elasticity. So can't it's come like back. now we got to really, really hammer away, and then you can't give your body what it used to have because your stomach is shrunk. Mm-hmm. So now we got to do a million different things depending on the person, but it it could be done. But uh, yeah, it's doable. It's doable. One thing I stopped doing was, you know, in every whatever business you're trying to start, you got to stop trying to fight the times. You know, mm-hmm. people going to get surgery. They getting it. Yeah. Now you got to figure out a way to cater to that person. This is why Hummer went out of business because yeah. they was like, we we this, we this. We're standing firm. We're standing yeah. firm who we are. And now it's, it's four of them mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. All because they could not transcend. This is not the age where we can just be so caught up in tradition that we forget that the world is changing. Church is changing. Business is changing. I'm working on a streaming service now to where you won't have to come physically to my gym. You'll be able to log on to your phone and press a, a, a button and train with me for $5 a session. Because people going on vacation. They lose weight who go on vacation, they going. They dedicated, but they they going. This is the summertime we coming up on. So what do we do? Do we sit here, y'all ain't dedicated and y'all ain't focused and y'all don't? Mm-mm. You got to put your, your ego down and figure out where we at. So those of y'all who want to be in business, don't figure out how good your idea. Look at your idea, but also see how it translate in, translates into this world, into this culture. People don't commit like they used to. People don't stay focused like they used to. People don't stay disciplined like they used to. So what now? Okay. So a few tips that you would give uh, an inspired entrepreneur. <sighs> what, what pitfalls or what mistakes can you, like, mention that you've experienced or they don't want to experience them? Ooh, picking the wrong people. Mm-hmm. I fired my whole staff one day. <laughs> Did you hire them back? No. Oh. No, 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 no. Man. It was some different people in the like, gym. Y'all got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and it, was, it, was all, it was all good. But, see, I don't, do business with my, my, I, I don't do business with my feelings. When we're here for business, we're here for business. Why'd you fire your whole staff? Well, I looked at the productiveness of each staff member. And then I brought Rob on. This is when I first brought Rob on. And uh, we were doing some stuff. And, you know, he was, at the time, just coming in, trying to figure things out. And then a problem got solved. And I'm like, hey, how did this get solved? And he was like, oh, no, we just needed to take this and put it this way and then fix it. I'm like, oh, well, good job, Rob. Because mm. as a boss, I shouldn't have to figure out everything, right. you know. So then next week we come, and then I'm like, hey, this this is done? Oh, no, all we had to do was this, this, and this. And I'm like, dang, now I'm paying you and you and you to figure this out. But he figured it out, and he'd been here for a month. Okay, I love y'all, <laughs> but I ain't about to waste my money. Right. So I put everybody into a company. And I <laughs> fired them individually, <clears throat> one by one. Were they How many? Mm-mm. How many of them? Four. Four. But it was more of a mutual, it's time to go. It's time to transition. Yeah. But it was a beautiful thing. Um, we have a question on the live about your streaming service. When will, do you have a launch date? When will it be offered? And how can someone stay up to date 
Oh, uh, just follow me on social media if you can. Um, I, I, everything will be there. Um, it's uh, at Mr. Dot Grind Time Fitness. At Mr. Dot Grind Time Fitness. And that, all of the stuff will be right there. It'll be in the summertime. You'll see. All right. Nice. Looking out for that in the summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> any other tips for an aspiring entrepreneur? Um, check yourself as to why you want to do it. When a person comes to me and they ask how to be in business and they want what I want, and I, and I ask them, why? Half of them don't have an answer. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the resounding answer. I just don't want to work for nobody. It's just time yeah. for me to work for myself. Yeah. Well, baby, you ain't ready. <laughs> yeah. Because being a business owner is more about working for everyone else but you. Right. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I work for everyone in the room. I work for my employees because if yeah. I don't produce guess what? They can't feed their families. Mm -hmm. And then, everyone in the room, those are my bosses. I got more supervisors now. I used to only have one. Only one person to report to. Now I got 400 people that ask me questions every day. And I got to keep the gym clean for every day. Women at that. (laughs) Women see a speck and be like, oh my God. (laughs) You know, so it's like keeping stuff up to par. Like, you sure you want this? Because levels... Have responsibility. I, I was doing a live last night, and I told them the higher you go on a mountain, the harder it is to breathe. That's why I don't. Most people don't make it to the top. Mm-hmm. We would like to be at the top, but there's this thing called dedication and discipline that it takes to make it there. And dedication and discipline happen in the dark when nobody's watching. You got to be focused outside of your feelings. You got to have a bad day and still be tough. You got to have an argument with your spouse. And then smile at everybody at work. You can't show up to your business in your feelings. I don't pay you to be in your feelings. Oh, wow. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's all this, I'm this, These are your customers. They don't yeah. pay you to be in your feelings. They don't you care right. about your day. They no, don't. True. That's, that's definitely Produce. a good way to Motivate me. That's what I pay for. This is what I gave you so you can't show up with your feelings. Mm-hmm. But people feel too much, and that's why they broke. Yep. No, you're <laughs> right. Wow. if you ever I just want to know, um, it's a question I had earlier this day. Like, what mark do you want to leave on the world? Like, what do you want to be known for? I want to look like the meanest dude in the room. And then speak to the little lady on the elevator and say, how you doing? I just want to, I just want people to feel, and it's so awkward when they see me. And I'm like, hi. How was your day? (laughs) It was great. You You know, but I want to. Leave a mark of kindness. I don't have to turn this on. Mm-hmm. It's not like I have to, like, all right, let me go turn the smile on. I wake up like this. Did I wake you always? Up. Took me some time. Took me some prayer. Took me some developmental seasons in my life. But I've been through so much and I've overcome so much that I got too much to smile about. Yeah. So now let me infect you. Let me make you smile. I leave my mark on the world every day. <laughs> What'd you say? I told her to smile. Oh. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. See, we only think that when, you know, when you're black and you got muscles, that means you got to throw a football or you got to dribble a basketball. I go places, people walk up to me, and, you know, they see God on my life, and they think it's swag. Mm-hmm. It, ain't, it ain't that because I don't spend a whole bunch of money on no clothes. I wear $40 bands everywhere. I see All you I repping like, your brand and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I like jewelry, but <laughs> outside of that, you know, I, you know, so they see God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's all in me, all over me. So they ask, hey, man, are you a rapper? Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> not quite. No. <laughs> so like, all right, well, what team do you play for? Right, every time me and Rob no, go not. somewhere, it's like, what team y'all play for? Y'all, y'all, y'all baseball? I'm like, no, man. I'm a business owner in my community. And I don't sell drugs. Mm. You can still be cool and, and you know, have good credit and take care of your, ch- your, your children and love God and be kind, mm-hmm. you know. So that's, what, that's the mark I want to leave. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. So what's next besides the streaming service for Grind Time? Um, next. I don't want to uh, expose it to you just yet. <laughs> uh, only because, you know, everybody listening ain't supporting. You know, we, we got competition, and sometimes you got to let 
you know, the you next move. move. Yeah, you got to move yeah, in silence. Sure. But just know, uh, I plan to remain on top. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Well, yeah. congratulations on all your accomplishments right. thus far. Thank y'all for having me. I yeah, enjoyed this. Absolutely. We enjoyed you. It took me forever I, to get you I, on I, the show. Oh, my God. Look. <laughs> It's like I'm a uh, crazy worship yeah. leader at my mm-hmm. church, and yeah. then I got to do that yeah. and this. Yeah. But I'm so honored to be nah, here. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, we, thank you for coming. You know, you, you, well, you, our door is open here anytime you ever want to come back. So you got anything that you're doing you want to promote, let me know. Our door is always open to you. Because we'll I think everybody's still sore, so mm-hmm. I guess oh, yeah. the results are there. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah, anything else for John? Nope. If you want to give your handles one more time and sure. tell them where to find the book one more time. Sure. So um, if you are looking for me, uh, you can find me on Instagram um, at Mr. Dot Grind Time Fitness. All right. And then you can call me directly. I'm real hands on with my people. Like I, I, I'm not one of those who, you know, likes to pass off my people to other people. Like I like knowing Katrina. Like I know, like I know all of my people by name. All 400 people, I can line them up. If that's Tiffany, that's David, that's Ashley, that's, that's, that's uh, Laquan, whatever. I can do all that for everyone because I spend time trying to get to know them so when they come in, they don't feel like a number. They feel like a person, mm-hmm. you know? So um, you can call me directly at 313-205-3107. Um, and then you can also get the book on Amazon.com. Um, it's called Motivation is an Inside Job. Um, so, yeah. All right. All right. Before we get out of here, just a couple of things I want to do, like we always do, is put on for the city. It's a couple of events going on that we do want to touch on. Um, Detroit Artist Bazaar. It's going to be Saturday, uh, April 13th. Uh, it's a free event. You can get tickets on Eventbrite. I don't know the location, so you can go to Eventbrite and see what it's about. <laughs> I was writing too fast. Didn't write it down. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> the Underground Railroad Living Museum at the First Congregational Church of Detroit has an exhibit this weekend. Also. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's a cost of twelve to fifteen dollars. It's uh, called the Flight to Freedom Tour. It starts at mm-hmm. ten a.m. Mm-hmm. So that would be dope. Yeah. Um, I'd be, yeah, I'd I'm, be into that. Actually. I might try to see if I can sneak out of work and go to it. Um, <laughs> shouldn't you say, say this there, on right? the air. <laughs> luckily, no. Luckily. That's, that's what you think. Mm. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, another thing for all the, the techie people, Grand Circus, it's, um, it's a company inside of Quicken, well, within Quicken Loans, family of companies. They do, uh, like, the front end, like, the, the coding. They have an intro to front end development workshop on this Saturday. Really? It's from 9. It starts at 9 o'clock. It's uh, actually two days. It's, not, it's Saturday and Sunday. It starts at 9 a.m. on Saturday and ends 5 p.m. on Sunday. This is an intro to coding? Intro to front-end coding. For children or for anyone? For anybody that's going to pay the $100. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm sure it's for adults, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, something else going on this Saturday. So I'm just giving you you know, a little, couple different options. Um, it's called the Bullish Boot Camp 2. This is the sec- second time they're doing it. Uh, Bullshit Institute... Bullishinstitute.com. Bullishinstitute.com. They're going to be talking about stocks, real estate, credit, taxes, and insurance. It's going to be April 13th. The cost is $25. It's going to be from 10 to 4. And um, yeah, what else is going on? I have something. Go ahead. Uh, One more thing. So Saturday is a really busy day. Also, there's going to be a seventh annual Youth Step Show and Community Resource Fair called Stomping Out Mental Health Stigma. And it's by an organization called Save Them. Um, Again, just educating people about mental health. And it's free. And for the family, it'll be at Cody High School from 12 to 3 p.m. And a couple of uh, topics that are going on. I don't know if you all have... uh, heard, but um, there's a massive list of de- of street closings that's going to happen starting Tomorrow. the 12th. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, Orange barrel season. <laughs> but they said closings, not repair. Like, they shut right. stuff down. So go to Channel 7 News or WXYZ.com for those. For that list, it's about 25 streets that's going to close. So 
people that are in, in Detroit and roll in the street. Yeah, y'all might want to <laughs> look into it. And uh, they also have 15 most anticipated restaurants that are coming to Detroit. So, um, hmm. yeah, something to look into. And also, did anybody see that LeVan Hawkins passed away? No. Mm. no. Yeah, at the age of 61, passed Dang. away uh, over the weekend. How yeah. did he pass? I didn't see how he passed, but he passed away. That was crazy. Yeah, so uh, all of our prayers go out to his family. Um, another thing that was kind of dope, uh, Detroit actually stole the robotics show, the major robotics show from Chicago. Wow. And it's supposed to be, it's called the Automated Robotics Convention, the national leading trend for industrial automotion. We stole away from Chicago. So I guess they like all nice. the stuff that we're doing here, you know, grind time fitness taking over and all that <laughs> other stuff. And um, so they're going to be at Kobo 20, uh, 2021, 2023, and 2025. Wow. Also, last on the list is Shields is opening the first Detroit style pizzeria Detroit in Midtown. Style. Yeah. First. I didn't say that. I know you didn't. So you know, I'll get to her later. Right. <laughs> Go so ahead. It, it opened on the 8th. So it's actually downtown in this area. So they have a pizzeria. Oh, nice. So that's pretty cool. So it's a lot going on. So, like, this is the place that we're, you know, trying to put on for the city. You don't find out about the good that goes on in most of your action news network. So we're giving it to you. So, any final words for anybody? Tip, what you got for us? Come on, give me some profile. Come on, come on, Tip. Um, you got it. Be good to people. I don't think they heard me because you're beating on the table. Um, just be good to people and love people. You got to be kind to everybody you meet out here on the streets, man. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think that stems from, you know, what John was saying and kind of maybe the theme or one of the themes for today's show is just being kind and having a strong faith in whatever you choose to believe in, but being kind and spreading that and being positive. Aaron? E? Um, I would say, yeah, something you said made me think about um, how I, like, try to think, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be better at being positive, but I think like if something like bad happens if I can think of something worse that could have happened then I don't really have room to complain so I guess I think that would be something people should try like to complain less I know like a ton of people who that's just like a part of their life to like complain about every little thing when they actually have control over more than what they realize yeah John you got anything for the people sure um every decision that you make today will have a residue tomorrow. Make sure you like that residue. How do I come mm. for, I should have went first. How do I come yeah. for that? <laughs> All right, let me see. Uh, <clears throat> Don't curse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, no, I got something. Um, actually, uh, one of the things that I'm trying to do is just appreciate every moment mm. because there are those that don't get a moment. Yeah. So just start appreciating every moment that you're given because it may not happen. For some, it didn't happen. Hmm. So just appreciate appreciate every moment, appreciate the process. Sometimes we get lost in the goal and don't appreciate the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that I, I enjoy about this, this my podcast, is that it's something I've been talking about for years. Mm. And, like, every step has been, like, a moment to smile. Like, when we finally got on iTunes, when we finally got on Google Play, when we got mm-hmm. on uh, iHeartRadio. Like, the process is something that was very rewarding. I'm not going to get any pay any money for this, but that process was yeah. was enough. Mm-hmm. So enjoy the process. So I'm your man, Jay Liz. It's the Coach Cure. I got Tiff, Soraya, Aaron, and our special guest, John. Peace. Bye.